Hi, and welcome to the Pitch Towards Holiness podcast. I'm Michael Kidwell. And I'm Mike Kidwell. All right. Today is going to be even more special than just having one guest. Today we're having two guests for this podcast. Um, we're going to do a round table discussion this week. It's actually going to be a rectangle table, but we're going to do a talk around with a few people. We have in studio with us, Ashton Norwood. We have Austin Kidwell in studio with us. We also have Destiny Patterson. Um, I don't know if she'll be joining us with the conversation, but she is in here with us eating pretzels. So we're going to get started. We're going to talk about... The pickle. It's a baseball term. A lot of people know what it is. Um, so we're going to dive into what that metaphorically means to us spiritually. Um, before we do, before we talk about what it is in a baseball term, I'm going to let Ashton introduce himself and tell you just a little about himself. And then we'll do the same for Austin. And then we'll go right into what a pickle is. So, Ashton? Well, hello, guys. Like uh, Mr. Mike said, my name's Ashton Norwood. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. And um, a little bit about myself. I went to Hitchcock High School with Austin, as he mentioned. I believe you know most uh, the latest podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so um, it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, I look forward to the conversation. What do you do for a living, Ashton? Um, I'm a, a leak sealer with a, a company called Hydrochem. We work uh, in different plants like uh, Marathon GBR in, in Texas City and Valero and numerous other plants. And I'm Austin Kidwell. Uh, y'all heard from me before I was in the latest podcast. It was a pleasure to not only be able to be in the podcast, but also to have hosted the podcast at my business. And as most of y'all know, I do run my own business there in Texas City. I have a small retail shop. Um, called Bargains on Six. You can find us on Facebook at Bargains on Six. So again, it's a pleasure, and I'm excited about this podcast and being able to be a part of the discussion. All right. So we're really excited to have both of them on today. Um, just like Dad said earlier, we are talking about the pickle. Um, and for those of you that don't know, a uh, pickle is when a runner gets caught in a rundown. So basically, the runner. Um, is trying to advance to the next base and the fielders catch him in his tracks. And that's usually when they start doing a lot of running back and forth, um, throwing the ball back and forth. Um, and it happens a lot more when there's multiple runners on base. And so the point of the runner in the rundown when there's multiple runners on base is to try and get the other runner to either advance or to score and you're almost giving yourself up so that they can advance. Sort of like a distraction that they would have um, on the base pass so the other, the other runners could um, advance. Uh, it's a technique a lot of teams use on purpose sometimes. Sometimes it happens on accident. But it's going to be very important for everybody to know that a pickle, um, when it's done at its finest and most often, is involves multiple base runners because that is the spiritual application that we're going to talk about today and that's why we have multiple guests is because we're going to be talking about what we do and how we affect multiple people and um in the positive and in the negative so 
Michael, talk to me a little bit about um, our softball team. We we play on Friday nights in a men's league. Um, a lot of us play on the team. And um, talk to us about our player that is on our softball team that likes to get in a pickle the most. Okay, so um, not to bring up any names, but this... Denzel Lee. Yeah, Denzel Lee. Okay, so <laughs> he will run when we tell him not to. Um and usually it ends up causing some mayhem on the field. Um, he'll try to advance, and the throw has already started coming in, and it'll usually beat him at the bag. And so then he'll start running back, and then just total chaos because he's fast and he's shifty, but um, some of these guys know what they're doing, and so it's a lot of back and forth. And a lot of times it works in his favor, and, and some of the times that he's done it, some people have been able to score because of his distraction. And Jacob's another one on our team. He's my youngest son. that um, He likes to advance at his own risk a lot of times, um, when he, especially when it's probably an unformidable situation. And he he a lot of times gets in into a pickle as well. And so we're able to score and other people can advance because of that so yeah and so i mean it's it's fun to watch as you're on the sideline because um for for us big guys we we can't do all that running yeah and to effectively do that on the base path you have to have speed um which neither one of us have yeah no <laughs> so that we, we contribute in other ways but speed is not one of them so let's kind of talk about now the spiritual application so we can get right into our conversation with our special guests. Um, whenever, to look at this in a, in a spiritual way, I want to pull up a verse. And this verse is in Galatians 6.1. It says, Brothers, if any is caught in any transgression, you, are, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. <laughs> keep watch on yourself lest you keep lest you too be tempted. That's in Galatians 6.1. So you can see when our brothers in Christ are spiritually speaking in a rundown or in a pickle, um, it's important for us to restore that person in spirit of gentleness and keep watch lest we be um, caught in the, the pickle as well or we be tagged out. So... And not all that's just a spiritual speak there. So whenever we have brothers in Christ that are having trouble, maybe um, it's with one sin, maybe it's with um, continual things, we as brothers in Christ need to be able to come alongside them with that spirit of gentleness and help them out. Um, a lot of times you'll see guys that, that are getting into trouble and um, everybody's just like, you know what, they're making bad choices, so, you know, we'll just leave them on their own and leave them out to dry. But that's not what the Bible's asking us to do. The Bible's asking us to pull in together and really help those in their time of need. Um, another scripture that speaks to this is in James five, nineteen through 20. It says, my brothers and sisters... If one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring back that person, remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death 
and cover a multitude of sins. So, you know, you have that expression kicking a person when they're down, and that's not what we're supposed to do as the body of Christ. As the body of Christ, we're supposed to really come alongside the most when someone is having difficulty with sin or difficulty um, in life. And whenever they're in that pickle, whenever they're in that dilemma, whenever they're in that transgression, we need to rally around them and really help them out instead of picking on them or shunning them or putting them off to the side. We really need to step up as men of God, holy men of God, and show how we can be set apart by the way we act when those guys are in desperate need of um, our relationship, our prayer, um, our scripture encouragement. Those are the times that we really need to step up. So Michael, kind of talk to me about somebody in your life maybe that has been that for you whenever you've been in a place in your life where um, you really needed some help. Talk to me about somebody that came alongside of you, maybe somebody you hadn't mentioned in the past. Right. Um, So for um, whenever I was going through the time that um, in high school, whenever I tried to start playing baseball, and I went to go get my physical and that, um, and then all the stuff with my doctor, um, and then me be, being told that I couldn't play anymore. Um, a big help for me during that time was Austin and Jacob, because um, remind everybody who those two. So are. Austin and Jacob. Austin's here with us, and Jacob is. Um, they're both my little brothers, um, and so just having that band of brother, um, the brotherhood next around me during that time because um at that time like my life just was empty like it didn't feel like there was anything meaningful um to look forward to in my life and so just having them next to me keeping me positive like you you got this just keep going like there's greater things ahead and then look um looking back and being like dang like um i could have been such a better brother to them during that time but then like they come up to me now and they're like there's nothing um that i would change because it's all made us better now well and we know that everything works out to the good for those that know god and he's working out a perfect purpose in us whether it be in good times or bad times and, you know, the Bible also says in First Peter to count it, count it as a blessing to go through suffering and affliction because we've been considered um, as going through suffering and affliction just like Christ did. And so that doesn't make us just like Christ, but to be able to be considered that we could handle that for um, our purification, our sanctification, and drawing us close to God, um, that, that's that's something to be in all of, to think about, man, God loved me enough to put me through this situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, well, why is God doing this? Why is he letting this happen to me? And really what you should be looking at is, thank you, God, for this situation. And what are you trying to teach me? 
and how are you trying to build me up as a as a man of God so I can draw closer to you? And that's really what it's about. So, Ashton, can you speak a little bit about, um, first of all, have you ever been in one of those situations, kind of a dilemma in your life where you really, really needed someone to rely on? Uh, yes, sir. Actually, uh, numerous times I have. And um, the person I've gone to and didn't mind helping me out was Austin, of course. Uh, uh, I'm, I've done a lot of things that I'm not proud of, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, a lot of us here have. And um, I'm not going to come on this podcast and say that I'm, you know, perfect and I don't, I don't uh, do things the right way and stuff like that. But um, I look up to Austin in a major way and uh, used to be like, uh, we used to have this, um, this, uh, this club, this, this uh, Bible club called, uh, what was it? It was, uh, uh, it was a, it was an FCA, FCA that we started. Uh, Fellowship for Christian Athletes, but. It wasn't wasn't just athletes, and you know anybody could come. And um, I feel like God put Austin in my life for a reason. Uh, we met when we were in elementary school, and um, since then, you know, uh, Austin's helped me out in a major way. Uh, he's shown me back to the cross plenty of times. And whenever he's, you know, whenever he needs help with anything or he needs uh, guidance or anything like that, I'm there for him, and vice versa. And that's really why we wanted to have this conversation today with to share with everybody is you know, not to, you know, highlight one or the other person that's here on the show. But um, really what we want to do is is let you know that there is those kinds of relationships within the brotherhood of Christ that you can rely on, that you can um, really go to in times of trouble. Mm-hmm. And it's important to to um, cultivate those relationships at a young age. You know, the older you get, if you don't have those relationships in your life, you start drifting further and further away from those potential opportunities, those potential relationships, thinking that, you know, you can just handle it on your own. But the truth be told, none of us can handle it on our own. None of us can do everything that um, we're supposed to do. We need accountability. And we need it in the word of God. We need it in a relationship with Jesus, but we also need it with the relationship that we have with each other. We are not to, meant to be lone rangers. We're meant to be in a um, brotherhood, lifting and edifying each other up. So, Austin, um, talk to me about maybe a time um, and give me give us some specific details so we can dive a little bit further in this deep in this conversation, but maybe give me a specific time where, um, you fell and, um, you really needed a brother to pick you up. Um, I would definitely say a specific time, um, would be in some of my past relationships. Um, I definitely have had my fair share of heartbreak or whatever you call it. You can ask any of my brothers. I am a very emotional person when it comes to relationships and, and for those of you that don't know when austin loves austin loves hard like i, I austin is probably one of the um strongest emotionally that we have in our family the bible calls it tender-hearted i think we'll go with tender <laughs> yeah yeah we'll go with that then i definitely grew up being a crybaby 
And uh, <laughs> and I would cry just about about anything. And so growing up and getting a little bit older, I uh, fell into being uh, getting myself into relationships and um, like Michael said, just loving really uh, hard. And with such strong love comes such strong heartbreak when those moments come. And you know, being young, or as any of y'all who might be listening. And being in a young relationship, everyone expects, you know, the world and everybody thinks it's going to be amazing until that heartbreak does come. And so uh, those um, different relationships that I've been in um, and, you know, going through um, heartbreak, of course, at the end, but even like enduring the relationship, going through struggles, I've always been able to have a, always been able to have a band of brothers um, around me to be able to encourage me and uh, kind of get me out of that baby state that I was in kind of you know t- toughen me up because you know it, it's honest um, it's it's true that you know we need uh, people in our lives to help strengthen us but I think it's very important that when you have that brother to not be soft with them I hate now that I've grown up being soft when it comes to helping out your brother. Um, when I was in those moments, if it wasn't for my brother Denzel, legit grabbing me by the arm and dragging me outside to have a conversation with me and straightening me up in those times, and even Ashton's done that for me before. If it wasn't for those brothers in my life to be hard on me, then I wouldn't have never gone through it and really it wouldn't have gotten to me. And I'm not saying that that's the answer all the time. Being harsh on somebody isn't always the answer. I mean, some people are tenderhearted and they need just, you know, you know, a light encouragement. But for me, I needed to be woken up because I thought that these girls in my past were just everything and I had to have them. And they were the ones to tell me like, it, that they're not everything I you have to get past this because at the end of the day it's uh, me and I still have a future and I'm really happy with where I am right now in my life and if it wasn't for those hard times in the past I wouldn't be where I am right now can I ask you an honest question Austin um, in that past relationship where it just kind of you know you gave your whole heart and everything to this relationship and it didn't work out the way that you intended it to and a brother came along and helped you out did you ever put that relationship before your relationship with christ yeah so um i mean yeah and i think that that's why um that heart heartbreak so so say was so tough um, is because the heartbreak was of the world. My heart and the emotions that I was having was of the world. It wasn't anything from God. And that's why it was so tough because uh, the devil had control of that situation. And so because the devil had control of that situation, um, I felt like, you know, it was just such a hard thing. But I was I was able to get through that with coming back to the cross. But I mean, honestly, um, and honestly, that's where the big difference is from my past and where I am now is that I've been able to have those brothers. Um, and I've also just been able to grow in Christ. And now in my uh, current relationship, um, that's the thing that I try to hone in the most is, you know, keeping that God centered relationship or at least trying 
as hard as I could because it's not perfect, but I know for a fact that it's different than any of those other relationships that I've had in the past. And so, you know, I am not going to be like I was in the past. And so I'm, I'm glad where I am now. And honestly, I, I have, you know, put plenty of relationships and other things before God in my life, but you know, I'm, I'm, I've gotten to the point now where I know that that's not the right thing to do. And I know how to fix that. Wow. Um, what about you, Ashton? Do you have like a specific, um, moment where, um, that you can bring up that you really needed someone to just be there, whether it was just to listen, just to pray for you. Um, do you have anything that you could bring up? Uh, yes, I actually have uh, quite a few, but I'm going to point out one of the most uh, important ones to me is when um, I struggle with uh, being, con- still do struggle with being uh, consistent. Um, what I mean by that is like going to, okay, let's say, uh, we had, we used to go to youth camp a lot, you know, Austin and I and uh, the youth groups. And, um, for that week, we listened to these different pastors and they'd be, uh, they have really encouraging words for us. And that whole week, you know, we're feeling, we're, we're filled with the Holy spirit and, um, we're just, you know, we, we want God at that moment and maybe a few days after we leave but after that we're right back to doing the same stuff that we were doing before you know before we ever went to uh to you i mean to, to the youth camp you know to hear what you know god had for us and uh that's what i struggled with and not just that but but um i know in my heart that i i, I want to do good and uh, i want to be a better person i want to be a soldier for god and, and i want to live for him and spread his word but um, with the the uh, constant you know uh, attempts from the devil to knock me down and and it, I can't do it by myself like you said earlier that I, I can't do it by myself so and in that moment that's where I need Austin or, or you or Michael to come and uh, help me pick me up and, and guide me and lead me to where I need to be. So we're just here with some real talk, um, Ashton. What are some of those distractions that will um attack your consistency well um just i'm gonna be honest with you um around i'll say i say a few months ago when we graduated i fell off pretty bad you know i wasn't in my bible i wasn't praying and um i do things like drinking i'm I'm gonna say that I've i've been you know drinking and um as an 18 year old that that's not good at all and especially doing what i want to do and um doing what I want to do and uh, by that I mean following God and being with God and uh, I know it's not right and I don't want anybody to look at me uh, any different uh, but uh, well Aston you're you're just really bringing to the surface what we all deal with um, it, it may come in different um pictures and and it may come in different um ways but we all struggle with sin each and every day and every every one of us deal with the time that we are in a pickle and the devil's trying to run us down and get us out and it's when we head back to the dugout and um we're back with the rest of the team that 
they the rest of the people that are around us can either you know make fun of the fact that we got in a rundown and got out spiritually speaking or they can rally around us pray for us and pick us up and that's really the point of the conversation today is you know we have those you know here we have those brothers in our lives that we can rely on that we know will pray for us and lift us up and point us back to God's word and speak the truth in love when needed. Like Austin was saying earlier, that kind of hard uh, message that, that, that comes is always just speaking the truth in love because we all love each other very much. You know, it's a um, brotherhood. We have relationship with each other. And when one of us are in sin or struggling with something, we know it. And we can see it on their face. We can see it in their behavior. We can see it in how often they come around us or don't come around us. So we know when a brother is struggling and we just automatically go and start praying. And um, God always brings that conviction to their heart. And um, that's when we can really come around them with some some of God's word, and then they're so receptive because they're at a place of broken heartness. And um, that's brokenness is so, so awesome because that's where God wants us to receive Him the most is when we're broken. You know, when, when we're all fixed up and we think we got, got everything, we're not at a place of reception. But when we come empty and broken, that's when He can really fix us put us on the right track and then fill us with his Holy Spirit like Ashton was saying. And um, then when we're filled with his Holy Spirit, we can be poured out onto those around us. And now we can help somebody with what we struggled with. I think um, both of these guys for being honest, but now that we've gone through that, we go through it, all those things for a reason, right? And if the if we fail a test, um, we it can become our testimony if we let it. So... Now that we have a testimony, we need to share it with a brother and say, hey, you know, I went through this and I had some people to pray for me. I had some people to help me through this and they pointed me back to God's word and God loved me even though I was in my sin. And um, I want I want you to know that you are loved and um, now do the same thing for another brother because it's all about passing the torch. If we just do this um, for one person, that's beneficial. But if it's something that can be passed on from brother to brother, then that's huge. And I just wanted to share something really quick because it's something that even I thought was something I was going to struggle with is there's this um, thought and this rumor that goes around that as soon as you you become sensitive uh, with another brother or a person in Christ, as soon as you open up to someone, they're automatically going to look at you differently. They're going to uh, see you differently. They're going to go tattletale to somebody. They're going to go open their mouth to someone. But never once in my life have I gone to another brother and brokenness, just needing to share what I have on my heart or whatever I'm going through. Never once has that happened. And they've, you know, beat down on me, looked differently on me or gone and told someone else. It's that love that's not from ourselves. It's the love of Christ that he gives us to share with other people. And when you go to another brother to openly share with them the struggles that you're having, it there's no better feeling 
than them just receiving you with open arms and letting you know that it's going to be okay and they're going to continue to be there for you and be there with you because that's happened with me time and time again and i mean it it not only shows you the love of christ but it builds that brotherhood even stronger with each other mm-hmm. well and true godly love does not condemn a brother that just loves a brother no matter what and that vulnerability that we have when we open ourselves up to somebody else isn't something that everybody's willing to do. But when you have that in your life and you can rely on that, um, when you stray off course, it's very easy to get back on course because you have some people to help you. But when you're trying to do it, when you're trying to do it out there on your, on your own, um, man, I just I just pray that you would find some brothers that could you could um, have rally around you and could help you because when you try to do it alone, you're out there for the devil to pick you off. It says in in um, the Bible that the enemy is roaring around like a lion looking to whom he can devour. And if you study the animal planet show at all, whenever an a lion attacks he doesn't attack the strongest person in the herd he he's going after those gazelles and he's looking for the weakest slowest one that he can he's looking for the one that's isolated and if you're not isolated if you have a band of brothers around you it's going to be harder for the enemy to devour you and pick you off right um and i really would like to commend both of these guys for stepping up um because we just kind of like randomly was like, hey, you want to be on the podcast today? And um, I like to thank both of y'all for y'all's honesty because it it really speaks to other people when they can hear what people are going through and be like, maybe they're going through the same thing and they see how you came out of it and it just speaks volumes to another person. And just, just like y'all were saying, it's important to have a band of brothers around you. Um, Whenever I um, got engaged, mom asked me, hey, so who's who who are you going to have in your wedding? And at first I was like, well, I'm going to have this person. I'm going to have this person. I'm going to have this person. But then again, like I took a step back and I really thought about it. I was like, you know what? Who was there for me in my hard time? Because those of you that were there in my hard times, I want you to be with me in my good times. I want you to take part in the celebration with me. Because you helped me get to where I am now. So for those of you that are in my wedding party, you mean more to me than you think. That's why I asked you to be in my wedding. Because you're not just a friend, you became my brother. And so I'd like to thank both of these guys again uh, for coming on. Um, This episode went a little longer than normal, but it was a good episode. So we're going to pray and then we're going to close out. So... Lord God, we thank you for this day, and we just thank you for this time we spent to just open up and to be honest. Lord God, we just thank you for everybody in this room and for everybody listening, whether they're um, at work or in the car, wherever they may be, Lord God. I just thank you for this opportunity, Lord God, and I just pray that we wouldn't take it for vain, Lord God. And I just thank you for everybody that's listening. I pray that you bless them, give them a great day. Um, Lord God, I just thank you again for this podcast and what we can do in your name of pray. Amen. Well, this has been another episode of the pitch towards holiness podcast. I'm Michael Kidwell and I'm Mike Kidwell. Thank you for tuning in.